When you're navigating the complicated world of real estate, you want someone you can trust holding your hand along the way. Here's just the right person and just the right program. It's the Dan Jemis Real Estate Show, an advertising feature on AM800. Here's your host and broker owner of the Dan Jemis Real Estate Team, Dan Jemis. Welcome to the show, everyone. Tons to get to today. We'll go over the seven-room layout mistakes almost everyone makes, including you, Kath. Including me? No, I'm kidding. Well, I'm sure including me for sure, at least. That I believe. That you believe. <laughs> uh, we've also had a couple emails um, coming uh, in asking about more information on mortgage pre-approvals. So we're going to have Kyle Usher in studio today, as we always do. So we're going to utilize him and then ask him to tell us a bit more about um, mortgage pre-approvals, which, uh, which is cool. Okay, I should also remind you that if you have any questions you'd like to ask during the show, you can always call us live every Sunday morning at 519 792 2559. That's 519 792 CKLW. You can also email me direct at dan at dangemis.com. That's D A N G E M as in Mary US.com. Uh, and you can find our past shows and our various interview highlights directly on our website at dangemis.com as well. I have Kathy Talbot in the studio. Hey, Kath. Good morning, Dan. Well, it's been a uh, it's been a nice busy week for us. It's always busy. I'm loving this cool weather, aren't you? You know what? Yes and no. Yes and no. Well, I swore in the winter I would not complain when it got hot. But last week working in my garden, I was so hot I could hardly stand it. Now I've got an extra blanket on the bed. You had Wait a sec. You had time off to work in your garden? I only took 15 minutes, Dan. Okay. <laughs> I could live with this weather. It's just been... It is very, very nice. No humidity. Yeah. Oh. I'm loving it. Um, you have someone you want to say hello to this morning? I do. I want to say hello to my brother-in-law, Louis Olette. Good morning, Louis. Good morning, Louis. He's up this early? Oh, yeah. Every Sunday morning, he says he listens to us when he has his coffee. That's our one listener. There we go. <laughs> someone listens. Oh, too funny. Um, and, and what's Louis doing this morning, this weekend? Do you know? I have no idea what he's doing. I hope huh. he's not working. He works too hard. He's retired, but he works too hard. Isn't that, don't you hear that from everyone who's retired? Yes. My my mother-in-law uh, is retired, retired this year, and she's never been busier. I know. Isn't that funny? With the grandkids and with everything else, all the appointments. There you go. Um, we had uh, a very exciting uh, week this week, uh, our team did. Uh, we ended up firming up a purchase on a new building. So exciting. It's been in the works for a little bit. We've been looking for a, for a space. Our team's been growing um, very quickly, and we've outgrown our building that we've been in for... Our geez, nice this, little building. Our nice little... It's yes. an old house, an old two-story house. Yes. Um, that we uh, we transformed into a commercial uh, commercial site. And uh, we, we've been in here since uh, December 2013. Yes. And it seems like it's been longer, but we outgrew it so quick. So we've been on the lookout for something new, and uh, we had a couple pro uh, possibilities that popped up. And we finally snatched one. So I'm super excited. Mm -hmm. um, it's uh, at 61 Richmond in uh, in Amherstburg. And we signed up uh, Rosa's Restaurant to uh, take the unit next door. Isn't that cool? Um, we have to smell them all day, every day? We have day. to smell them all day, every day. <gasps> oh, God. Nick, the owner, was telling me that uh, they have their fresh bakery there. And I oh, said, boy. oh, boy. <laughs> well. I said, would you mind, Nick, if I put a, uh, a big hole in the wall yeah. between our units? Because, you know, we'll be able to share uh, share stuff. So we bought that building and uh, the plan, uh, it's the old Amherst Hotel. If I anyone know, there's knows. there's so much history there. It's apparently 131 years old, this building. 
And if anyone knows it, it's the old Amherst Hotel. That's how everyone refers to it. Yes. Um, and uh, there's two uh, commercial units on the main floor. So we'll, we'll take one of them and then Rose's will, will be moving in next door. And then the upstairs, everyone's always asking, Dan, what's upstairs in, those, in that building? It's the old hotel, obviously. And it's right now, it's just studs. It's a big, empty two, two, uh, two floors of oh, just studs. Oh, I'm sure studs. you have plans for it, Dan. We've got plans. <laughs> well, the plan right now is to put you know some apartments up there. So uh, more to come on that. But uh, we're excited. And uh, the move should be done in the next the next few months. So I have, uh, I have a cute little story about the Amherst Temple. You do? Yes. Uh, my grandfather used to go there. He was a bit of a drinker. And my <laughs> aunt, my grandmother, would make her go pick him up. And she was too scared to go in the hotel. She wouldn't step foot in the hotel. I mean, you're going back, you know, 70 years oh, ago yes. or whatever. So she would sit outside and she would wait for someone to come along that she thought might know my grandfather. And she would say to them, do you know Duffy? Do you know Duffy? Could you tell Duffy to please come out? And sometimes she would wait like an hour or whatever till my grandfather finally came out and she'd take him home. Oh, Isn't shit. that funny? Yeah, that's cute. Lisa and I uh, stopped at the Marsh Collection in, in Amherstburg this week. They they do, um, they keep historical facts yes. on everything. And don't they have a big, thick folder on this building? Oh, I'm sure they do. I oh, that, that I got to look at that. I love that stuff. And we go in there. I said, okay, how do I get a copy of all this? Well, we could, we definitely could do copies. They're 25 cents each. I said, okay, I'll take everything. I'm sorry. I said, well, I'll take it all. It's the, you know, I want the history of the building, yeah. right? And she says, well, did you want to just pick and choose? No, no. I'm positive I want it all. <laughs> oh, that'll be good. There's probably so, some articles in there we could, you know, maybe put up. Or... Well, like Lisa was saying, there's there's some old deeds. Like they oh, had the original yeah. deeds from the, from the building. Um, and again, built in 1884 is what I'm, what I'm seeing um, with a whole bunch. And the original price, get this, <gasps> uh, it, was, it was somewhere around $2,900. That's to build, a lot it was of money the first. Then, I'm sure they did a whole bunch of additions, but the first part it was three stories. Uh, Twenty nine hundred dollars is what we're seeing. And it was built as a hotel. Yes, I believe so. Yeah, yeah. Isn't I have to go cool. look, and I haven't had a good chance to read everything uh, closely. But they've got all kinds of pictures. They had cockfighting in there. I heard that. Yes. It? Oh yeah, which was illegal back then. Yes. Uh, it still is. Yeah. <laughs> but- <laughs> <laughs> yeah we're not going to be doing that upstairs, folks. No, we're not. <laughs> Um, but yeah, there's, there's just so much in- incredible stuff in history. So uh, we're excited to get in there oh, and, yeah. uh, words already, you know, buzzing around town that there's new owners. And, uh, so we're excited. We're excited to get in there and, and start some, uh, some cool stuff. Um, the market's still been hot, hasn't it? It's still been very, very good. We still got buyers fighting over houses. Uh, we don't have enough listings, so it's, uh, it's still that kind of a market. It just, uh, it hasn't, it hasn't slowed down. Mm-mm. And again, we're still seeing multiple offers, uh, you know, five, ten, fifteen thousand dollars over asking, sometimes more. Yep. It's been, uh, it's been very, it's been silly. It's just been silly. I, I have not seen it like this. I haven't. Um, we also had a another very interesting story this week. Um, one of our clients, go ahead. Yep. One of our clients uh, was misplacing some jewelry. Um, a couple items, very, very precious to her actually and she was extremely upset and we had quite a few showings on the house yes. so 
you know, what, what do you do? And I always tell my clients, and this is a really good lesson, yeah. please, please put your things away. There's no way that we can follow people every step, every square inch of your house yeah. nonstop from start to finish, especially if there's more than one person. Um, actually, it was a happy ending, yes. Dan, because they did find the jewelry. It had fallen down between two pieces of furniture. So it was okay in the end, but it was a very scary experience. And it just really reinforced the fact that we should remind our people, please put your things away. You know, since being in the business, I've always heard rumblings of, you know, in Toronto, somebody had an open house and people walked out with a bunch of, you know, TVs and furniture. Um, but I've never had anything happen. No, I've never had in 20 years. I've never had this happen. So that's why my heart just fell. And I've, I was, I just felt so sorry for this lady. She was so upset. So I was really happy to find out like right the next morning, she, she had discovered it. Her husband had discovered where it was. So it made me feel a lot better. And it was an engagement ring, wasn't it? Yes. An engagement ring and a special chain. Yeah. Could you imagine? So again, and we, we tell all of our clients lock up your yep. stuff just just put it away don't leave it hanging out no um and like kathy says if there's a family in the house with us while we're showing it we can't be at every single you know uh square inch of the house with them if they're separating yeah if one person stay in the kitchen while the other person walks to the living room we can't walk to every part of the house with these um with these folks right but you're like you're right happy ending they yes. ended, it ended up not being a jewelry heist it was no. just it had fallen in some uh in a, in a crack and they found it and thank goodness but uh, all in all, a very um, exciting week for everyone. The market school's about to get uh, back underway. Yeah, everybody's winding down. Summer's done already. Oh, my little guy Sebastian starts his uh, his um, JK this yes. year. Isn't that something? Daddy is a mess. <laughs> Can I just tell you, Dad is a mess. Oh yeah, Aww. it's going to be a hard. Um, he'll be at uh, Saint Jean Baptiste in, in Amherstburg, and um, luckily for us. For me, <laughs> they had a three weeks um, uh, test run like an almost introduction? at yeah. introduction at the end of the school year, and uh, so he went for a couple hours every day. And if it wouldn't have been for that, I'd be in trouble. <laughs> so now the biggest hurdle will just be getting him on the bus and me not following the bus all the way to That's school. That's right. Meanwhile, Sebastian's <laughs> like, "Bye, Dad. Yeah, bye. See, see ya." <laughs> oh yeah, that was probably the best feeling. The first day we, we brought him there, and he just said, "Okay, bye. See you." Then I knew, okay, it'll all be fine. Yes, because you, know. you see some little kids crying oh. and hanging on to their mother's pant legs and they don't want to go. That's go. That's got to be so hard. And we, we hear the stories, Jim and Corey next door, their kids, when they when they first started, it was just like that. It was just bawling and crying and daddy oh. don't go. So I had the worst, you know, the You're worst You were already fear. worried. But yet. it's all going to be fine. I'm uh, remaining confident that we'll get through this <laughs> and I'll report back. Uh, after the first school bus ride, they have apparently this test. I'm not sure how it goes. We're supposed to get a phone call. They're supposed to do a test run on this on the school bus oh, with yes. these kids. So I said, oh, we'll go with them, right? They said, no. I said, oh. <laughs> I just have a hard time thinking, how do they get, how do they get off the bus and into the school by themselves? You're so used to your, you know, your four-year-old, your three-year-old being at your side at all times. And uh, so it's just, I, I'm more worried about this than Nick is. Oh, they have a lot Nick of Nick says, oh, honey, it's fine. Okay. That's an awesome school, Dan. Yeah. Uh, it's an awesome school. And they have a lot of help. And there's always somebody with them. And they're holding hands. And they help them on and off the bus. And even the bus drivers are awesome. So he'll do fine. He'll do great. He'll have lots of stories. Whole new chapter in his life. His in brother, your life. His brother will be jealous. We'll see. Yeah, he'll miss him. Two years behind. So we'll yeah. uh, we'll see how that goes. 
Okay, well, there you have it. That's our uh, that's our quick little update. Lots more to come here on the Dan Gemis Real Estate Show. When we come back, we're going to chat with Kyle Usher, mortgage specialist with RBC, about the importance of mortgage pre-approval. Back after this. Welcome back to the Dan Gemis Real Estate Show, an advertising feature on AM800. For more details on today's guests and show topics, or to listen to past shows, visit the Dan Gemis Real Estate Team website at dangemis.com. Welcome back, everyone. If you're like me, home staging and clothes matching, not my strong suit. But lucky for us, we have Monica Bundy. She's the home stager for the Dan Jamis Real Estate Team. And she joins us every Sunday for the home staging tip of the week. I thought, what better person to have on with me to talk about the seven room layout mistakes almost everyone makes. So joining me in studio is Monica Bundy. Hey, Monica, how hey, are you? Good, good. How are you, Dan? Well, I'm very good. Thank good. you. So honestly, I said... I'm going to cover this this uh, this topic. You're in studio. What the heck? Let's bring you on some more. People love you. <laughs> well, that's nice to know. I don't know what it is. <laughs> My infectious laugh. I don't it know. It must be. Um, My charm. So we go have, on. Go, go on, yes. <laughs> Tell me how much you love me. Oh, boy. What we are we talking about you. today? We love you. Se- uh, seven mistakes to avoid. Seven room the top seven room layout mistakes almost everyone makes. Yep. I can't imagine you make these mistakes, Mona. No, I find myself uh, sometimes... Actually, it's funny. I'm going through every room in my house right now. Um, I don't know if it's the feeling of fall coming on or whatever, but it just needs to get... Every every room needs to be like spruced up. And yeah. so I'm decluttering. I'm giving stuff away. I'm only keeping the things that I love. And uh, and that's what everyone should do. Your place doesn't get messy, does it? It, it sometimes. I can't imagine. <laughs> There's one room. Everybody has a, one messy room, and there is. I picked yeah, your house don't. being Martha Stewart perfect. <laughs> no, don't Every ask Lewis. Yeah, he'll <laughs> he'll show you the messy rooms. Yeah. Hey, how's yeah. my deck coming along? By the oh, way, it's coming along the front porch. It's on its oh, way. Oh, my front yeah. porch. Yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we talked about well. that last time. Yes, we instead a composite versus wood. Yes. Um. So I think you're going to be getting wood. So. Okay. Yeah, it's, it's our running joke that Nick and I yeah. are, are buying Mona's house in a few years. So every time they go to renovate something, yeah. they're asking us for our opinion. Right, right. And when so, we do the kitchen, I'm calling Nick in oh, for yes. sure for oh, her please. colors. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. So, like so. <laughs> anyway, too funny. Okay, so let's um, get to these uh, these seven-room yeah. layout mistakes almost everyone makes. Number one, we have putting backs against the wall. Yeah, that's a big thing. Um, I'll sometimes go into some houses and literally... A sofa pressed up against the wall, the end table up against the wall, the love seat up against the wall, the table, the the TV up against the wall. Yeah. Everything looks like um, like some like a school dance. You know when every, all the girls are up against the wall just waiting. Like People are like flowers. me. They just think save as much room as possible yeah, and stick it no. up against the wall. No, no. Um, pull it <laughs> off the wall, even if it's just a couple of inches. It's going to give the illusion that the room is bigger, and you can then. Depends depending on the size of the room. Okay, if the room is small to begin with, just pull it a couple inches off the wall. But if you do have space in that room, you could have set uh, like two different um, seating areas. Okay. Like you could ha- make like a little nook in, in maybe one corner, and then pull the sofa away and and uh, just like a, so a almost, small love love chair. Almost have the sofa. Like in the middle of ish, yeah, the room? yeah. Say there's a fireplace. Yeah. Have the sofa, uh, you know, across from the fireplace, and and a coffee table, and then in the corner you can have like a little re- a reading area, like just one chair and a lamp. Huh. You know, so instead of everything jammed up against the wall, where it just you you walk in and you're like, there, it's just a big room <laughs> with furniture against the wall. Yeah. Make it. Um, Put some furniture on an angle. Uh, just have a little bit more design to it, and it'll make the room look bigger. Not a bad so, thing at all. Yeah, yeah. Nope, it's good. Number two, neglecting secondary lighting. Oh, yeah, that's a big one. Um, 
Secondary lighting is important. Usually everybody has like one, you know, a ceiling fan yeah. or the chandelier or just one one light fixture from up above. Well, that sometimes can make for um, harsh lighting, um, not enough lighting. So if you have, you know, friends over and you're, you know, it, it's dark or whatever, like they're squinting to see. You can't even see, you know, see who, who did you invite over? I was going to say, maybe you have friends you don't want to see. <laughs> maybe you don't want to see them. Then just have one one overhead light and you're, yeah. you're fine. But no, get a couple of um, end tables with uh, side side lights and again something for like a reading nook or um, just more mood mood lighting yeah. I guess so it's uh, secondary lighting is very important it just sets the, the tone of the room makes it more cozy and more homey is it possible on that same topic to have too much lighting in a room yeah well you could you can have the lights but don't turn them all on at yeah. the same like have your specific lights um, you don't need an overhead light two end tables lights um, a reading look nook light like just pick and choose what you're going to use you're tanning in your living room <laughs> yeah yeah exactly no <laughs> too much light is too much too <laughs> number three we have creating an obstacle course i love that one and it, yes. it's funny isn't it yeah yeah like um like roadblocks almost um when you, every room has a flow to it you walk into a room you don't want to be um, like in a maze, like, okay, I've got to go around this chair through the coffee table yeah. around the love seat and then make my way out into, you know, the, the kitchen or something like that. Have a, have a nice flow to the room. Um, and you certainly don't want people, you know, um, knocking things over yeah. and stuff like that. So don't, don't have roadblocks. I call them just have a nice flow. You'll get in and out of the rooms. And it also just makes for, again, um, it's, it's appealing an appealing look like you need to come into a room and get out. Um, you don't need to be jumping over furniture and whatnot. That is a telltale sign you have too much furniture. You know, we should do a contest one day. The top 40 people that call will get a visit by you. Oh. Right? Is that too many, 40? 40 might be too many. Yeah, how about we do two? Two? Oh, okay, five boy. maybe. If, if you're just joining us, we have the uh, the top seven room layout mistakes almost everyone makes. Number yeah. four, we have overstuffing. Yes, yeah, yeah. Um, so... You you may have got some um, furniture from your mom, your grandparents, <laughs> the neighbor. Somebody's throwing out this couch. Oh, you, you know, you think you need to to save it all? Don't save it all. Keep what you own. Keep what you need and keep what you love. Overstuffing a room, it's just um, again cl clutter. Yes, it's going to make the room look small. You don't need everything. We, and I say this all the time, we as a people have yeah. way too much stuff. So, you know what? Don't take your friend's couch. Give it to Goodwill. Give it to somebody else. Just, we have too much stuff. Have just what you need. What you're going to use, actually. And um, if you haven't sat on a chair for like three months, you There's don't still need plastic that chair. You don't need that chair. <laughs> Get rid of it. Remember back so, in the day when your parents had plastic in your aunt's Mine did uncles? not. Oh, mine didn't either. I had aunt's uncles with plastic. Oh, yeah, yeah, right, right. So yeah, edit. Funny. Edit your stuff down. And you know what? You'll appreciate the space more and you'll appreciate the things that you have. So, you know, instead of four four chairs that you kind of like all of them, love the two chairs. <laughs> love two chairs, you know. So edit your stuff down. Yeah. We see that quite a bit walking through homes and you just have and it's it's oftentimes not always because there's always just you're like you said, just over over takers to, over they, yeah. just, they just take everything. Yeah, right. They just right. Stuff it somewhere, right? Yep. 
but oftentimes we'll see it in in uh, homes that have been lived in for 40 years. Oh, I know. And they don't want to yeah. get rid of anything. Yeah, I know. Right? I know. That may be a deeper seated issue. <laughs> it could be. That, that's a whole other but show. But that's a whole other show. <laughs> that might be a psychologist show. Oh, but... boy. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. But seriously, some people have a very hard time letting go. Um, but it's just, it's not making them happy having all that stuff. So love, you know, the two chairs that you have instead of like the six or, or whatever. 14 chairs. Yeah, yeah exactly. They don't match. Uh, number exactly. Five, losing your balance. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, so I'm finding right now everybody has these huge sectionals and they're totally trendy and they're coming back in and and they're super cool. Um, But sometimes they're so huge. Um, I also find with like leather furniture too. Leather furniture is so big. Depends on the style and whatnot. But you can't have a huge leather, um, you know, four seat couch next to just like a tiny table with a little lamp on it there's your balance it's out of whack so either you need to um downsize that couch or get a get a bigger table maybe maybe a table that's made of wood so it looks like it's it's balanced so it looks heavier um and get a nice tall lamp or bring bring some sort of light fixture in into the place to balance out that huge um either sectional or or big big couch so that's where we're talking about balance um it it, it if your eye thinks oh there's something out here it, there's usually a reason why <laughs> so there is something there so balance is important um number six where are we at here uh, number six opting for cool over comfortable oh yeah yeah that's one so, of the uh, the seven room layout mistakes almost everyone makes opting for cool over comfortable yeah so you want um there's some really cool, cool, trendy things, um, but again, they're not comfortable. Yeah. You sit on it, and you're, and you can already start moving. Like, oh gosh, when am I gonna find my comfort, my <laughs> comfort seat? Um, Sometimes, like those comfy leather chairs, you know, they're wonderful. Your friends can sit there for hours and talk, and and usually you want your friends to stay at your house for a couple of hours. Again, not always. Not always. <laughs> okay, so then you want to get the cool stuff. Yeah. If you want your friends to be in and out within an hour, get the cool, uncomfortable stuff. Yes. But you'd usually want your your furniture to be. Yeah. Comfortable. Yeah. Yeah. So um, try out furniture before you buy it. Sit on it. Sit on it for a while. You know what? Go to the store and just sit on it for a little bit. If you're moving around like, oh, this isn't good for my back, whatever, don't buy it. Because just because it looks cool, um, mm-hmm. you're not going to sit on it. We laugh because and it, we're talking about, you know, any kind of furniture. My wife and I, Nick, we have a Tempur-Pedic bed. Oh, yes. It is the nice. best thing we ever did. <gasps> oh, my gosh. But it's impossible. Do you have one? Do you know? No, oh, no, but we want to get you one. You have to get one. <laughs> They're, they're a bit more expensive, but yeah. they are amazing. And, and for how much time do you spend sleeping? A lot, a lot of it. Yeah. Right? I um, do, especially. I... <laughs> Anyone that knows me is like, yeah. Oh, boy. <laughs> um, but we would stay at a hotel, um, the Station Park Inn in London. Yeah. And they have Tempur-Pedic beds. And that's, that was our first experience. And we every time we go to London, oh. we stay there. And we think to ourselves, okay, we got to get one get of these beds. This. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. so then we saw the prices. We thought, okay, no, no thanks. <laughs> yeah. But then you're like, you know what? The more you think no. about it, yeah. you're gonna spend a couple thousand dollars for a good bed, or yep. yeah, you know, yeah. you spend that much on a couch, which you're gonna sit on it, like, you know, once the blue a, moon. You know, yeah, exactly. So spend spend your money like wisely and on things just like what you said, what you're gonna use, what yeah, you're gonna and use. make sure it's comfortable. You yeah. got it. Yeah, over cool. Over cool. You know? yeah. uh, number seven. Being square. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, now this they, they you know 
they say to avoid this, but Careful. I do like everything <laughs> square and neat and maybe more symmetrical than anything. Like yes. I like to see things equal or whatever, but for, for room flow and, and whatnot, sometimes you do have to turn a chair on an angle. Yeah. Um, just, it'll section off, you know, um, your sitting area, a reading area. You can't have everything squared in a room. It's just... Um, it's just not going to happen. So you do need to, you know, turn your couch, you know, to a 45 degree angle, you know, from the from the fireplace yeah. or, or whatever. So do angle um, things. It's more pleasing for the eye and you'll probably get a better flow. The whole too. feng shui thing, right? Well, yeah, really? yeah, yeah. Feng, feng shui. Yeah. Feng shui. Feng All shui. ties in together. So don't feng be square. Shui. Don't be square. <laughs> Is Lou listening this morning? Yeah. Okay. I'm kidding, Lou. I'm kidding. You have golfing. No, 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 probably sleeping. <laughs> probably sleeping. So there you have it, the top seven things. So really, what's, yeah. what's your take on all this? Uh, at the end of the day... Um, A lot of it makes sense. Um, and people may think, oh gosh, it's just, you know, whatever. Or they, these are just what the trends are. And No, it, it really does make sense. Because when we go into a house and I see it beforehand and it's like one small tweak. Um, actually, I was in someone's house just yesterday and they had a, a love seat, two-seater, and another one. Um, and then a huge um, leather chair. And it just, I it's actually recommended them to to take off site, put it at your mother's house in yeah. the garage, wherever, one of those love seats, just to move that one chair, just to make the room bigger and then to move it off the wall. Yeah. That literally, that was like two days ago. And it's going to make such a difference. So a lot of things. And room flow is is so important. So is, is a big point to take away from all this, <laughs> less is more? Less is more. It's yeah, like yeah. anything, right? Especially if you're, I mean, if, if you want to live with it, that's fine. But if you're trying, you know, to sell your home so somebody else can can see how big your home is, yeah. spacious, uh, good flow, can picture themselves, you know, sitting in that couch or in that bedroom. Yeah, get get rid of some stuff. Less is more. Great tips. That's our, uh, the Dan Jemis uh, real estate team's home stager, Monica Bundy. Now, typically we have you on every week to mm -hmm. uh, to give us your, your tip of the week. Yes. Why don't we take a break? Okay. Because we, we've we've soaked up all this time on, on these seven tips. Yes. Let's take a break. We'll come back and we'll get to your uh, home staging tip of the week. What do you of the think? week. Sounds good. Okay. Kay. Lots more with Monica Bundy uh, coming up right here on the Dan Jemis real estate show. More after this. Welcome back to the show, everyone. And Monica Bundy, the home stager for the Dan Jemis Real Estate Team, not real estate show, real estate team, mm -hmm. is with us today <laughs> in the studio. And uh, I've got you for a full half hour. I know. Wow. She's we'll amazing. fill it. We'll Don't fill worry. It. We, we never have a problem with, the, <laughs> yeah, with home staging talking. stuff. <laughs> Between you and me. I know. Um, okay, so our uh, weekly home staging tip uh, this week is. It is how to increase the value of your home. That's a good one. Yeah. There's yeah. a few different things we can do, isn't there? Yes. Yes, there is. I, th I think I have about five points. I always do stuff in points. Yeah, it's that's just okay. easier. So um, the first thing is to um, spend an hour or so with a professional. Okay. For example, you, yep. me, yep. so a realtor, a home stager, yep. an interior designer, mm -hmm. somebody who's going to look at your home and, and pinpoint the things that need that need the most attention. And and it's so important that you get that from a professional and, and someone on the outside. Yeah, right? because yeah. again, friends and family mm -hmm. aren't always going to be honest with you. Correct. Uh, we yeah. will. Yeah. Oh, absolutely, we will. <laughs> I'm not afraid to <laughs> but break that's our hearts. job. That's exactly we have it. to. Yeah. You want to sell your home? You want to increase the value of your home so you get top dollar. We're not going to be tiptoeing around. Oh, you know what? I think you no. should try to do. No, we are going to tell you what to do. 
it's up to you to do it. But if you know, if you want to, that's what get we always. Every time we have a listing, result, and Monica yeah. goes through all of our listings, we'll prep our our our, our sellers and say, "Listen, Monica's coming through. Mm-hmm. She'll have lots of advice for you. Some of it is going to be free. Some of it's going to yep. be moving a couch around, and she will yep. help you move the couch around. I do. You're awesome. <laughs> Those big muscles. Um, that's why I work out. <laughs> but everyone always always tends to say, "Okay, you know what? A home stager. Oh, how much is that going to cost me? Right. To, you know, to fix yeah. these things." Yeah. It's not always money. It's just a matter of yeah. having mm-hmm. those those open eyes. Right. So number right. one is yeah. like you um, said, hire a pro. Yeah, get somebody in that's a professional. And again, it may um, you may have to pay a fee, um, but it's totally worth it to get that yeah. unbiased opinion. Of course. So yeah. Uh, number two, paint, paint, and paint. It is the most cost-effective improvement. And it's the easiest. Yes. The house will smell fresher. Uh, the, the nicks and dings and everything you know that's on the wall, it, it's going to be gone. And if you can't do it, um, pick your battles. Yeah. Um, get a get a, a professional to come in yeah. and just and paint the whole house. So that is uh, that is a major way to increase the value mm. of your home, mm-hmm. and it's and it's easy. Not everyone loves painting. I can't I hate stand. It. I I I don't mind <laughs> doing the, you know the 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 wall, but when when it comes time to trimming, yeah, I Ugh. can't even stand it. No. So it's no. but you're right. Hire somebody if it's not your your top thing. Yeah. But you're right. Not much cost. Yeah. No. Not and really. And it's a huge improvement. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. Number three. Uh, number three. Low maintenance landscaping. So always. Make sure your lawn is cut, your trees are trimmed, your weeds are pulled. Um, less is more. So if you think, oh, I'm going to go plant a whole bunch of flowers, um, you know what? Don't plant the flowers. Uh, pl- plant a couple really good shrubs. Hmm. Um, they just, they'll hold, the, they'll like anchor the home, they'll hold the ho- home better, and then the flowers are going to die anyway. I was going to say the last longer if you put shrubs, right? But, yeah, so, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So even in something ornamental or something like that, what you can do in the front of your home, um, just to make appealing and more welcoming is get a couple of urns and some you know uh, seasonal flowers uh, like a mom you know that's coming up right now in the fall or in the spring like just a basket but n- don't go crazy on, on flowers put a couple really good shrubs in there we laugh at our <laughs> office uh, Nikki went and bought us some flowers for the front of the yes. building yeah how's that going yeah, she always to... yells we have to water them we have to water these things I know they make it yes. some plastic <laughs> And well, they do, and those are horrible. Well, just, you well, do you not know, get those. We have a busy team, and we're always <laughs> running around, and none of us have time. We always forget. Or I know. We always think someone else will take care yep. of it. The next thing you know, you have a yep. bunch of dead flowers in front of your building. Oh, I know. I know. I was so excited. <laughs> My first year at our house, I had like eight hanging baskets, um, urns, four urns. You know how many I have now? None. Two. Two. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Because you have to water them. I know. You have to keep up on that stuff, because when it's dead, it doesn't look look like anything it doesn't appeal to anybody nobody wants to see dead dead stuff so get, get it out of your property so. what's number four number four is um to increase the value of your home improve its air quality um so so from the inside sometimes i go into a home and the car- carpet has been in an older home carpet's been there for like 20 years even longer than yeah. that that's horrible carpet get it out put down something that is um you know uh doesn't have contaminants in it, no allergens. Um, If you need to replace it, replace it. Choose an environmentally friendly, natural product. Like even um, tile or hardwood floor, it's just easier to clean and easier to keep up. Um, And it just gives the whole home an updated look. So some people do like carpet. You know what? Pop some in maybe the bedrooms. Um, You know, I I still would like hardwood everywhere. Put a rug down. But... um, if they if they if you're if you still want carpet, put it in the bedrooms. But everything else, maybe go tile and. Uh... I would say that the bedrooms, like you say, uh, yeah. or the basement. We see a lot of carpet yeah. in the basement. Cause it's yeah. cold, right? It the is cement cold. floors. Yeah. yeah. Um, right. 
And it depends. Like we building our house a few years back, we have young kids, so we mm-hmm. said, you know what, put it, put carpet in yeah. the bedrooms because the kids are on the floor. Right. But or if they we're, fall. We're planning to, or if they fall. Yeah. <laughs> Just kidding. They fall. What are you saying? <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> I was dropped a couple times, but um, you turned out perfect. Yeah. <laughs> well. Close. <laughs> so Nick would say. Yeah. Um, but again, the, the the basement it can be it can be tough. We see yeah. we see sometimes um, tile in the basement and it, it's cold. It right? is cold. Unless yeah. Have a subfloor or something. Right. Or heat um, or heating. Yeah. Or heating. You know, under under um, the floor heating. Laminate flooring another option. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And, and again, like I said, area rugs are, are a good option as well. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Cool. Um, number five, which is a big thing that we see uh, all the time, is those the old popcorn on the ceilings. Yes. So to increase the value of your home, I. It's a big job. It would be like a weekend job, a and hopefully your whole home is not like that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, scrape that stuff off and just you know re either put new new drywall up there or, or something. But that a shows how dated it is, and and b nobody likes it. You know what's funny? I was and you say that because we've we've said that for how long now? Yeah. The popcorn ceilings are out. I just showed a brand new house not long ago with popcorn Did ceiling. They put it on. Oh, I don't know wow. what what they're thinking. I don't know. Or why. It's just. You know, I, even dust gets caught in there and you'll be able, after a while, you'll see like little shadows and stuff and that's just stuff collecting there. So nasty, I don't right? know. I certainly wouldn't do it. it. It doesn't add to anything. So I don't know if it's don't it, need it. It from, from a contractor standpoint, if it's just easier to cover up. I don't maybe. know. I don't know. Maybe. Don't maybe. Know. I'm but not sure, but, um, popcorn but in your remove mouth. it. Not on the not, ceiling. Yeah. Popcorn <laughs> for the movies. <laughs> Bring it to the movies. Not on your ceiling. So that's it. Oh boy. <laughs> There we go. That's uh, that's awesome tips for the day. Listen, uh, as always, people love having you on. We gotta. Thanks. We're gonna obviously keep listening for for the uh, for the weekly tips, um, mm-hmm. and uh, we'll we'll have you on for a full hour again uh, coming up soon. Yep, there's lots more. There, it's ne- it never ends. It's does it never ends. No, Good world it of home staging. Yeah, <laughs> and people love this stuff, right? Thanks. Thanks, Monica. That's Monica Bundy, the home stager for the Dan Gemma's real estate team. More to come right after this. You make better decisions when you are informed of what's going on. Real estate is often the largest investment you'll ever make. You want a real estate team you can trust helping you along the way. And definitely be able to make better decisions because of it. Welcome back to the Dan Jemis Real Estate Show, an advertising feature on AM800 with one of the most trusted realtors in Windsor, Essex, Dan Jemis. Welcome back to the show. We've received a few emails in the last couple of weeks from listeners asking about mortgage pre-approvals. I thought while we had Kyle in studio for our weekly mortgage tip, we'd ask him to cover pre-approvals in a bit more detail for us. So joining me today for a full segment is Kyle Lucher, mobile mortgage specialist with RBC. Hey Kyle, how are you? I'm good, how are you? Very good, thanks. You've had lots of exciting stuff happening in the last uh, couple of weeks. Yes, I have. You have a new assistant. That's correct. She'll be starting uh, September 21st. Yes, congratulations. And what's her name? Uh, Julie Denno. Julie. She'll be getting to know us a little bit, won't she? Yes, she will. What's her, what's her background? She's been with RBC for a little bit? Over 10 years. Fantastic. Yeah, she's out of the branch. Uh, she's actually on the front line, so she actually talks to clients every day when they walk in the door. She's okay. the first person they see. Wow, how exciting. So that, that's a great move for her, and uh, we're, we're excited to uh, to work with, uh, with Julie as well. So let's get to our topic uh, for today, and it's mortgage pre-approvals. We've had a few people uh, messaging in the last couple of weeks asking if we could cover the topic in more detail. So I figured, hey, we have you here. Why don't we? Uh, why don't we talk to you about it? Perfect. That works for you. Yeah. So why don't you start by just giving us um, uh, a little rundown? What is the purpose of a pre-approval? I guess uh, the main thing you want to look at is getting the pre-approval first. So essentially, they're going to look at a full mortgage application, pull credit bureaus, look at income, go through your full financial situation, and then make sure that you're ready to actually get pre-approved, but to buy a house. So it's all about figuring out what the best timing for you is. 
Now, there is a difference between a pre-approval and an actual firm approval, is there not? Correct, yeah. So it depends if your down payment is over 20% or under 20%. If it's over 20% or 20%, uh, essentially we can send it in to make sure that's actually pre-approved. So the only thing that can come up is an appraisal, for, for instance. Okay. Now, if it's less than 20%, it's technically got to go to CMHC or Genworth, and those default insurers pretty much are going to end up uh, looking at the application only if it has an offer on a house. So we can't really necessarily pre-approve them. It's more of a pre-qualification, and we try to make that clear. I would guess that the majority of people you're working with have less than 20% down. Is that's that, correct, yeah. yeah. Majority for some home buyers, that's a big segment of the market. Um, so, you know, majority of them are really looking at that uh, part. Um, okay, so from there, what documents, if, if I want to get a pre-approval, what documents does a buyer then need to, uh, to get that done? Uh, so majority of people are salaried. So if you're salaried, you're looking at uh, a T4 for 2014, possibly a notice of assessment instead for 2014. Mm -hmm. And then, of course, you're looking at bringing a recent pay stub. A uh, letter of employment is important if you're new to your job. Okay, and what if you're self-employed? So if you're self-employed, you're most of the time looking at two years of your taxes. So that's two years, uh, 2013, 2014 at this point for T1 generals, and that's essentially your taxes, and your notice of assessment, which is the form you get in the mail after with your tax check. So self-employment, uh, so self-employed people don't don't you know automatically get get pushed off to the side. There is still oh yeah, that, options yeah, for them. There's definitely options. We're normally using a, a two-year average, so that's why we ask for two years of taxes. Uh, then there's also a few different programs. Uh, the bigger your down payment is. Uh, the little bit uh, more we can be flexible on a few of the different income qualifications. Um, what um, credit score is also important, I would think? Always. Right? Always important. And so you're going to check someone's credit score and give yep. us give us a bit of uh, information on, on how that, that would work and how it would affect someone's uh, approval. So that's very important. If you're told that you have a pre-approval and they haven't pulled your credit, yeah. they really need to do that. So essentially when at RBC we're looking at doing a full pre-approval or full pre-qualification where we're looking at your income, getting your documents up front, looking at down payment, and then of course looking at your credit. So if we're looking at your credit, we wanna make sure that there's no derogatories, everything on there is uh, good payment-wise, and then your score itself is pretty good. That's one of the things we notice uh, huge, our team on the road, is that a lot of people will say, you know what, no, no, I'm, I'm approved, I'm approved. And with this confusion, like we said, right, about pre-approvals and approvals, yep. Yep. or they'll, they'll have gone online to the bank's website and said, oh no, yep, I'm good to go for up to $500,000. Okay, well, have you spoken to somebody? Well, no, no, I just I just did their calculator online, and that, that's what it tells me I can afford. Well, that that's a problem. You yeah. can't just go online, and I wish it was that easy. Yeah, exactly. Pretty awesome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, some, sometimes uh, when they do the online calculators, they leave out things like heating. So essentially, that's going to be an expense. They're leaving out property taxes sometimes. They're not putting their income in exactly the way we're going to look at it. So all those things need to be really checked um, on a more conservative level most of the time with our applications. So, well, you know, not including overtime, things like that. And again, your, your credit score, it doesn't matter your credit score. What what typical credit score are you after when you're when you're looking for something? Uh, I always say good is 700, uh, excellent is 800, okay. and then 900 is your max you can go. So. Um, have you seen 900 before? I've seen it four times, five, four, You've five times. You've seen it four, five times? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not one of them. Uh, that'd be, I, I don't know how that, how would you even get that? I don't it, know. It's always a work in progress. It yeah. seems to be um, somebody that's got about 15, 20 years of credit history and it's all almost perfect. So they've got wow. good payment history all the way along, uh, multiple different facilities so that essentially the more you're building up your history with different facilities over the years, mortgages, loans, lines of credit, 
the more you have, it seems to help that score gradually increase. And eventually, sometimes it does cap out at 900. I love, um, I'm a member, I think I was telling you before, uh, of TransUnion Online. Correct. I have to yeah. pay 10 bucks a month or whatever yes. it is to keep a close eye on my, on my credit because I'm just crazy that way. And I love watching it. You know, it goes up, fluctuates. It does fluctuate you know, every month. It's yeah. every month. Yeah, yep. it's just, it's fun. Until it goes like, you drop a couple points. Ah, <laughs> come on. Um, but it's, uh, it's, it's important for everyone to keep an eye on that. I think it's, uh, you know, you never know. For sure, yeah. And it's good to, if there is a directory on there that you didn't know was on there. Yeah. I've seen little things like cell phone bills, uh, library books, uh, even if it's 5 or $10. Library books, Sometimes really? it, it, it showed up, it's maybe it's two or three years old and you didn't realize it was even there. So you know, having TransUnion or even pulling your bureau during the pre-approval stage is really going to help you find out exactly what is on there, making sure that everything is what you think it is, and then moving forward, it's not an issue, hopefully. Um, there's also a fixed mortgage and a variable mortgage, correct? Correct. What, what is your advice on, on both of those? Um, so right now, uh, most of the economists are moving towards now possibly another variable rate cut, so prime rate might move lower. Um, if they don't, it's still going to look like we're going to keep those lower rates for longer. So the more they talk about things like that, the more we got a chance of keeping the lower rates. So right now, it's looking like variable is a great option. Not for everybody, of course. If it's your first mortgage and you're not comfortable with the, the risk with the variable, fixed is, is still a good route. Both are relatively low compared to historical levels. What are you seeing right now uh, rate-wise? Uh, any updates there? Um, most people are going uh, variable at this point. Yeah. Um, there hasn't been very many fluctuations on what we're providing now. They went down about two or three weeks ago now. So okay. they've kind of stabilized and we expect that until possibly the Bank of Canada looks at it again in September. If somebody um, uh, has a co-signer, because uh, not everybody can get approved, yep. right? Yes. Co-signers are actually an option as well, correct? Exactly. And that's why going through the pre-approval process in the beginning is good because you can know if you can't get it on your own. And if you can't, you can jump up talk to a co-signer. Sometimes that takes a week or two. You want to have the conversation and get them prepared to also do an application. So the more time that you give yourself, uh, you know, to do the pre-approval ahead of time, it helps because if you find that house and then you do the pre-approval, you know, sometimes it takes a little bit of time to get everything together, uh, document wise. And then we might have to do an appraisal. So, I mean, it just helps everything fall into place a lot quicker by doing the pre-approval first. If someone wants to get a hold of you for a pre-approval, yep. um, or refinance, how, how do they reach you? Uh, best number is 519. 816-3403 mm -hmm. or they can actually just uh, search me on Facebook at my business page uh, Kyle Lucier just type in RBC and it'll pop up they won't find any crazy pictures nope <laughs> okay <laughs> thanks for all the info Kyle appreciate it that's uh, RBC Mobile Mortgage Specialist Kyle Lucier telling us all about mortgage pre-approvals when we come back we're going to go over the seven room layout mistakes almost everyone makes more to come here on the Dan Jemis Real Estate Show right after this Welcome back to the Dan Jemis Real Estate Show, an advertising feature on AM800. Here's your host and broker owner of the Dan Jemis Real Estate Team, Dan Jemis. Well, there you have it. One more Sunday down in the books. If you uh, want to get a free home market evaluation, we would love to help at the Dan Jemis Real Estate Team. So please give us a call, 519 566 5565. And again, you can always visit our website at danjemis.com. That's D A N G as in George, E M as in Mary, US.com. And uh, take a look at everything we have going on there. We have a new website launching in about a month. We're very excited about it. And uh, we have lots more to come. So keep it tuned right here to the Dan Jemis Real Estate Show every Sunday from 7 to 8 
a.m. And next week, we have lots coming up as well, and we'll have a contest uh, for Caller 8 as well. See you next week, everyone, and keep it tuned right here to Sunday Morning Live with Kara Rowe up next. You've been listening to the Dan Jemis Real Estate Show, an advertising feature on AM800. If you've thought about selling or buying a home in the future, the Dan Jemis Real Estate team would love to help. Visit the team's website at danjemis.com or call the office seven days a week, 519-566-5565.